Hey, welcome to season two of the Soul Talk podcast. This is your first episode. Welcome. Episode one, I talk about what this podcast was made for, getting to know me a little bit throughout my episodes, but with guests on season one. This season, we have an emphasis on all things business, creativity, logistics, curiosity, storytelling, and more that can maybe help a soul like you have a spark in the process for creating whatever that is that you want to create or change, thus being the power of conversation and unique souls. Today, we have a friend of mine, Rami, on, and this will be an episode focused mainly on sneaker culture. I advise that if you are unaware of anything sneaker-related, including the famously known sneaker store and Cool Kicks, which Rami works for, that you do some research and preparation for this episode. But basically, Rami was a part of the store almost since day one, and not only seen, but contributed to its success. We mentioned how the success of the store aided somewhat in his likeness, his ideas, and understanding of life itself, and some of the reasons as to why he thinks the store became successful overall and the process in that. I think it's safe to say that if you're a sneakerhead, this episode is for you, but for all the aspiring entrepreneurs as well. Now enjoy. It is your host of the Soul Talks cast, Jerry Tastic. We'll talk about people's stories, fashions, and interests, and hopes of inspiring you to listen in our pursuit of being a soul in today's world. And uh, the Soul Talk. Back here with episode 17, or season 2, episode 2, whichever way you want to look at it. I'm here with another special guest, as promised, being my guy Rami, probably better known as a sneaker icon. Thank you for being here, bro. I like that, my boy. I appreciate you. Yeah, no doubt. So, this episode technically should have been a part of season 1, and that is because I do know Rami a little bit. Fun fact, we went to the same high school, for anyone who doesn't know or care for that information. Anyway, let me hand it off to you, man. For anyone who doesn't know who you are, tell them a little bit about yourself. My name is Rami. A lot of people know me because I'm into shoes. I work at Cool Kicks. But other than that, I do YouTube. I'm 20 years old, and yeah. Crazy, you're getting old, bro. Yeah, yeah, for real. How old are you? You're still, you're, you're I'm just turning 19. Uh, this, yeah, so I'm young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Young world. Yeah, you're young. But uh, yeah, before we really go deep into the sneaker side of things, because I think I'll be majority of what we talk about, what was life like for you as a kid? Like, did you have a liking towards anything before sneakers? Yeah, I wasn't even into shoes when I was a kid. I grew up born and raised in LA. I was a hooper. I grew up a, a hooper. I played basketball. I also liked football a lot, but basketball is my main sport. I was an athlete. My parents made me swim, do stuff like that. Uh, but mainly it was all basketball outside of school. But once I got into shoes, like... In eighth grade, I stopped playing basketball um, to start doing other things. But yeah, no, I played basketball all my life. Yeah, for sure. So what's, what's the favorite childhood movie? I think we both can attest that sneakers deal with a lot of nostalgia and that type of thing. Yeah, I mean, I, it depends on what, what mood I'm in. I was thinking about it. I'd say if like, I was watching the other day, my favorite comedy of all time has got to be Jump Street. 21 or 22 <laughs> Jump Street. I love those movies. But if I'm trying to like get motivated... Um, I don't have a favorite, but Karate Kid is a legendary one yeah, with Jaden Smith or uh, the one with Will Smith, Pursuit of Happiness. That, sure. So those are two like that get me in a mode to, to go go out there and, and do something. Sure. I feel like you're the type of kid that would watch like older movies. Like you wouldn't even, you wouldn't even, oh, with the cartoons, you, like you, you just said 21 Jump Street. Like, I don't think any... Favorite, you know, Jump Street is show. hilarious though. I joined it. I, there, there, I'm, I'm into a lot of older shit, but are you never watched Jump Street? No, no, I did, but I mean, like, I'm talking about like childhood movies. Uh, like, I'm talking about like the Disney type of okay. type, of, type of movies. Like, you mentioned Karate Kid, so that, that Karate Kid's one. Let me think of another one. Hold on, let me think of one because it's so I don't got there's no way I can name one favorite high school musical. That's like that's that, like that, a classic, that was a jam, but it's a classic, you feel me? But all right, it's a lot, it's a lot of them. I can go on about movies, yeah. I mean, my jam was was cars. Cars, okay. Yeah, that, see, that was like my you know, my mom boy Lightning McQueen. Yeah. See, okay, Mater. It's I funny because like. we had Karate. Somebody else said Karate Kid, and karate. that's I feel like that's an underrated movie for sure. Like, I feel like there. people don't people don't give enough credit for it. Like back in the day when it came out, but I'm talking about like if you ask that question, most people that's not the answer. Uh, I can still watch it, and it'll get me. It'll just, whatever, like, you can relate to it. If you're motivated to do anything, it'll just get you in that mode, like, damn, like, just want to go do something. But, uh, since a kid, I remember when I first watched it in the theaters, I watched it at least, like, 30 times. Three times? 30. 30, 30? at least. Karate Kid, bruh. 
You, well, who was who was your who was your guy in there? Jaden Smith. Jaden Smith, of course. And, and the, I, I don't know, is it Jackie Chan? Yeah, I don't think yeah, it is yeah. Jackie Chan too. But nah, Jaden Smith. But uh, I was a big fan of Jaden Smith back then. And then that song with Justin Bieber at the end. Never say never. That was my shit too back then. You feel me? But no, nah, I don't know. I'm Jaden Smith is on some different stuff now. So that's what I was gonna say because because yeah. it was he was a lot different before. Yeah. I mean, not saying good or bad, don't have an opinion, but I mean, like, nah, he's dope. He got a huge fan base now. He be doing music, but I'm just not. I don't keep up with him no more. Back then, it was cool when he was a when he was a kid. But like, he probably came through the store too at this point. No. Jaden, yeah. uh, I don't think Jaden Smith's ever came. Nah. I've seen him. But he, he's been on Melrose. I don't think he's came in the store, though. A lot of people have been in the store, though. A lot of people have been in the store. Well, we'll get into that. For we'll sure. Better. So, I think you're a very interesting guest because you have, like, really unique stardom, if you will, I feel. Or, or like, some way to fame, right? You got... How many followers you got? I guess. Not yet. I wouldn't say famous yet, but popularity, I guess. Yeah. But, I, no, I'm a YouTube. 45,000 subscribers now. So that's, that's, that's like my biggest of, accomplishment. Yeah. yeah, that's a hefty amount of people. And of course, sure. congratulations For sure. That. I don't know if you consider TikTok. TikTok, I have more, but that doesn't really count. TikTok, well, nah, how much you have TikTok, like 100K. But TikTok's easy. You, anybody can, you blow up on TikTok for stupid stuff. Now, so, yeah. But YouTube is like hard to gain a following on. So I'm on the road to 100K. Go subscribe to my YouTube, man, if you guys aren't tuned in. Go subscribe. Yeah. But like I personally even knew you before you had YouTube. I know YouTube is somewhat new. And My YouTube, months. I started like a year or two ago. How did you know me? You knew me from, from Instagram. I feel like was... back in the day, like anybody who did sneakers knew people who, who yeah. did sneakers. And I know you were like that top dude. But for anyone who doesn't know why, again, I think that d- deals a lot with your involvement with sneakers. So where did that start with sneakers come about for you? Sneakers, honestly, I wasn't into shoes. I mean, I was into shoes like that as a kid. Like I knew about shoes, but I didn't have a collection. At all, my parents would get me like one pair of Kobe's or whatever, something to hoop in for the whole year. Uh, so I'd have like one pair of shoes every year and I'd like beat them up. So I didn't have like a big collection. But once I got into like seventh or eighth grade, I remember like the homies at school started having like J's. Like I remember just be fresh. And I was like, but I didn't have like savings or, or bread to, to buy it. But then I realized you can resell it and make money by doing it, by getting into it. So. I got into it. I had like a few hundred saved. I, when I was in eighth grade, I think I got my first pair. I mean, I got a pair. I like flipped it. I made a few hundred. And just from there, I just started building up my collection, I guess you can say. I was new and I was like a fresh. Nobody knew me back then in like eighth grade. But once uh, I think it was in ninth grade when I was like 14 years old, I came across Cool Kicks. And that's when I started like interning there. And that's when they had kind of a little following. And then we grew from there. And then People started knowing me from Cool Kicks, but uh, I started just reselling shoes as a kid, bro. Just trying to make some money like everybody else, I'd say. Very yeah. similar in yeah. that regards. But yeah. I also think you have like a unforgettable face. <laughs> I mean, that is... People know my face. Words. Facts. Nah, people know me every time they see me now. It's, are you the, the shoe guy or the, the prank guy? It's cool. Like, I, it's annoying sometimes, but bro, take it. No. Yeah, so I think it's, it's a crazy throwback, but I think I first saw you from like a round two video yeah. right and you were like one of the kids that was lining up for you know their store openings and if you don't know what round two is it's a famous resale store on the infamous melrose street a legendary you want to know something so crazy yeah. the day that video that you saw if you could put the clip so they can see it yeah, yeah. that was the first pair of jordans i went and bought while i was camping out i got when i got a pair of sport blue sixes i got it for like 160 dollars you'll see you'll see in the video i showed all my pair. that was my first pair of like jordan me getting into the game and then from there i started buying other pairs and reselling them that that clip that you saw was random me and the homie kenji we went we lined up outside that day i remember i had like 200 dollars just cash and they were filming for their youtube channel this is back when round two was lit so we filming they put us on the camera and then all our friends saw us on youtube yeah that's funny that you saw that that's crazy yeah. bro that's that's crazy and yeah. from from there on out you know it's like oh i, I seen that face somewhere you know exactly I mean? a lot of people send me that little clip until this day, like, oh shit, this is you. My god, yeah. It's funny though, it's cool. Yeah. I mean, you definitely had, had, a, had a glow before. For sure. So, how did, I, I know you mentioned, but how did the job at Cool Kicks come about? Uh, so, one day, like I said, we used to go to round two. Mm-hmm. Round two was a spot. So, we, me and the homie Kenji, we go to round two, like on the weekends, go try to find good prices on stuff and resell them. Because we were young, we were like 13, 14. So we would take the bus like on Fairfax and we would walk up like 
a few blocks up to round two. Um, but one day we were walking away. Uh, we left. We didn't get nothing. As we're walking back to the bus stop, a new store. We just saw it. Like yeah, never been there before. It just opened up. It said Cool Kicks. Hole in the wall type of store, right? It's like back in the day there wasn't like. 50 sneaker stores no. on the goddamn. It was literally just round two. It was round two, that's it. So that's why we were walking. We saw another shoe store. We were like, what the hell? So it said buy, sell, trade. So it was like the same thing. So we were like, all right, let's just go across and check it out. So we crossed the street and I saw the prices were like super good. Like they were selling shit for like, they had stuff that like, not like the higher end stuff that round two would sell. They had like cheaper shoes, like stuff for like $100 and 120 So stuff that, that we could afford. Exactly. Yeah. So it was cool. So we were like, oh, this is a new spot. Like we're here. And they had just opened up like probably like two days before that. So we were like, nobody knew about it at all. So since nobody knew about them, I had went on their Instagram that night and I saw that they were posting like free shoes every day because they wanted to uh, like get people to come in the store. So every morning they would put a random pair of just like BS Jordans for free. The first person in the store can have them for free, take it home. Was that common? People that don't know, like to nah, we people weren't doing that. They were like they were first. It was they were trash shoes, but but they were different in that regard. Yeah, like, exactly. Store, stores weren't offering them. round two. Them. Round two was big, so they didn't. Everybody knew about them, so they were they. Ta I'm not not really taxed, but they they didn't care to do giveaways. We they are not. I wasn't really a part of them, but when they had just first opened up, there was no other shoe stores, and that was like. That was a smart thing to do, like give back to the community. And then. and I think that attests to a lot of your guys' success, but we'll get yeah. more into that. Yeah. So yeah, keep going. Yeah, so no, it's, it was lit. That was dope for me, because for a kid like me, I'm like, a free pair of Jordans? That's, come on. So That's the next one, yeah, like, of course. You, you hear all the time, like kids, you know, never have enough money for Jordan. Here's a store Straight giving up. them out for free. Straight up, exactly. So it was I, the next morning, I, I looked at, I saw the picture, I refreshed 8 a.m. They had a pair of like some Jordan 5 lows. I went at 8 a.m. They opened at 11. I remember I went. I brought it. Or I didn't even bring a chair. I sat on the ground for three hours. Nobody even came. I didn't have to wait out there. But I got the free pair of Jordans. Wait, without anybody? You yeah, like nobody even came. There? I went. Oh no, I went. I didn't tell my friend. I, I'm a fake friend. I tell, they only had one pair. I didn't want to tell him that we both like. So it was like, bro, I'm sorry. I just went, scooped it up. Then Kenji got the pair the next day. I let him get the pair the next day. So we kind of rotated for the first few you days. You let him know after that. Yeah, day, he said after we talked. I'm like, look what I got. I got her free. I, I let him know. But but no, that day I went by myself. I got him. Then I told him, and he went like the next day. Right. Then for the next week, like we were doing that. Uh, then a I'm a little loop going. Yeah, exactly. We were just saying, "Bro, it's a jug. This is like a finesse. We're free Jordans." So uh, after that, I, I started. It was a deal. I don't know if you know a deal. Yeah, Moog and BK, cool. the three owners, I guess you can say, of Cool Kicks. This is back they had before they had any employees. So it was just them three. Uh, so yeah, I got to know them a little bit because I was there every like day for the whole next week. So they knew me. They saw my face. I saw their face. Uh, after like that first week, they told me like you can't keep taking the free shoes. You gotta like you, me, you gotta let other people take it. But for the next like month or so, this was summer break. So for the next month or so, I started just going every day to the store just because I had nothing to do, like looking for steals. They would post stuff for good prices, so I would just kick it at the store, and I got to know them. As a, as a kid though, like when you say yeah. you got you got to know them, like you weren't afraid. Now nah, I was just I was just 13 years old. I was yeah, you're out, but because uh, I was into shoes, and then. I was a big fan of Round 2, and I would watch them on their YouTube, and I knew Round 2, how successful they were, and I kind of saw that in Cool Kicks also, but like nobody knew about Cool Kicks. We only had like a 1,000 followers on Instagram. Okay. So it was like they were obviously a lot older than me, but I'm a young head. We're on the same page. Like I know how to resell shoes, and they have a resale store. So it was cool. Like we can, like we got along on certain things. Like sometimes they would ask me, like, what do you think these are going to go for? I'd be like, oh, I think they'd go for three, three fifty. Wow. Then the shoe goes for 350 and they're like, oh, you know what you're talking about. So, and yeah, I guess they realized I kind of knew a little bit about shoes. And I was a young kid, so I had nothing to lose. That whole summer break, I was there like maybe every other day or so. After summer, they were like, you want to start interning here maybe uh, for the weekends when school starts. You come back on the weekends and help us out because they didn't have any employees. So I was like helpful, I guess, and it was busy on the weekend. So I'm like, of course, like that's the opportunity. I, I didn't know it was opportunity like that back then, but I was like, why not, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I started just doing, going, helping out on the weekends for first like year or so. Uh, like maybe on winter break, I'd go every day. But yeah, for the first year, I never got paid. They, I was just there helping out. Uh, then like the next summer break after ninth grade, going into 10th grade, that's when like I started like actual job, I guess you can say. Um, so yeah, I started getting paid dumb cheap. Like I'm, like, I'm a 15 year old. I'm not even supposed to be working. So that's that's how I started. And five years later, I'm still here, so I'm glad.
You feel me? I'm glad whatever happened happened because it, it worked out. For sure. Yeah. So throughout like that process of working them for free, right? What was like the fun in the process for you? There? I was learning every like I was learning the business and everything. Like me, I I was just getting into shoes when I had started. Like I was probably into shoes like for only like six months before that, mm -hmm. just a reseller. So seeing it from a store's perspective, getting to work at a store, like seeing how we buy shoes, like they buy it for a hundred and just sell it for two hundred. And just like, and then celebrities would come and it was just something that I was like, I was a kid. So it was just a dope environment. I enjoy doing it. I'm not even gonna lie. I'd rather be at the store working than be at home or doing anything else. So it was a fun experience for me. And on top of that, I was learning the game, understanding how to legit check sneakers more. So it's just, I don't know. It was just perfect for me. I thought, I don't know. It was, it was just cool. Yeah, it wasn't like you weren't expecting it to amount to anything like this, right? right. Like it was just you were just having fun in the process. Ooh. And for a lot of people, I feel like they're always like chasing something out of you know their their situation. But I feel like many situations like yours where people you know just enjoy the process soulfully and then that, literally, yeah, that amounts to something at one point. Is, yeah, thinking back on it, bro, I would have never thought that I'd be working shoe store for at least five, six so what, years. What did you think about it? I don't like. I it years? just I just I was just going with the flow, so. Like it was just, but as like for that first year, yeah. like we had grown cool kids start. People started knowing us just in the community. We probably had like a hundred thousand followers on Instagram after that. Okay. That's when people started, they started knowing about me like on Instagram. So it was, it was just cool. Like we were like getting known in the sneaker community. People knew me as that little, just that little kid that worked for cool kicks, a little intern, but yeah, it's just, I, I didn't, I didn't, yeah. What you said, I didn't think it turned into to what it is, but. Sure. Just doing something you love. Yeah. And you mentioned it right now. So, like, do you know how exactly did working at the shop boost, like, your, your likeness on social media? Because I would assume, you know, working for them played a big part in it. But, like, I know your own self-image and, and the things you were posting made it enticing. And yeah. so that people wanted to follow you, man. Not just because you worked at Cool Kicks and I can definitely attest to that. Yeah. Me, just my point of view on it, it was, it was cool because they were a dope shoe store. But they were kind of all older heads, like 25, 26 year old. So I was like the young head. Um, and I was also posting my little flicks on Instagram before that. So after I started working for them, they started posting me a lot on the Cool Kicks Instagram. Like this is our new intern. And they started shouting me out. And then people just started messing with me, I think, just because I was the young head, a part of the crew. And I was just goofy yeah. and being myself. Goofy, goofy is a good word. Too. Yeah. So, yeah, nah, I mean, yeah, I, everybody started messing with me from the store. So it boosted that literally all my uh, following, I'd say came from that show sure. cool kicks. The craziest thing I heard you mention was that they actually re relied on you, right? Because if you're justifying the price, right? They, I mean, how did that come about that they ended up just, you know, giving you some, some sort of trust, right? Because you're a 13 year old kid, right? You got to exemplify something. Yeah. For them. I wouldn't say they needed me, but when Dill was the main buyer back then, he was the main one taking care of the buying and the selling. And I will obviously, me being around him, I understood how he buys, what he likes to pay high on and what he, like how exactly what he would pay and what he would sell it at. So once he saw like I was on the same page as him, uh, he just kind of, I guess, trusted me. And I knew how to legit check. Like I, I really knew how to tell like the real and the fake. Like if I bought a fake, like I would take that to heart. So I think they just trusted me on that side. And they didn't really have any buyers back then. It was just like they're they were all into shoes, but I wouldn't say they were like super into how to legit check sure. and all. So I was able to help on that. I think it was just like I was able to help them. And they were able to help me. So it was just perfect. Yeah. Do you ever care for maybe their story or or where they? you know, kind of came for in, in, in this type of idea of, you know, building a store or you were just solely thinking on the fact like, oh, I could work here. I could, you know, potentially one day, you know. I just like shoes. Here. I'm gonna be honest. I like shoes back then. And then working there was like a dope way. It was definitely gonna help me get shoes for a good price. And it was a good way to learn the game. But throughout the process, like I, I started seeing like what it could be. Like it's cool kick, it started growing that we started a YouTube channel. Yeah. So I was like at, throughout the process, I started like, I started seeing uh, the long-term goal, but at first I didn't really see it. At first it was just like, sure. I ain't got nothing to do, so why not? I just meant like, did you, did you take any, no, no, you could, and any interest in, in, in them personally, like their story, where they came from, why they wanted to open the store, who they were. I'm gonna be on uh, a deal. 
I could see it though. Like you, you was just a kid hustling. Like, yeah, yeah, not really. Like I would, you know, they, they were the ones that gave me opportunity. They had a shoe store and there was another kid interning at round two or working at round two at the time. And I wanted to be like, be like him. So I was like, maybe this could be my chance. And this turning him in, into something way bigger than what, what they had going on. So yeah, nah, I wouldn't say into them personally, but just what they had going on. And it was, it was cool. But not now I, those are my guys. Like I love them now for sure. You were, like you just said, like you were trying to open the door somewhere else. I guess that door kind of closed on you, but they yeah. opened a new door here. And that, take that to offense when, when you were trying to, uh, or you kind of understood the circumstances. I got, got it. When I found out around, about round two, it was already, it was like a kid our age, like working a part of it. So it was dope to me. I didn't take offense to it. I knew they weren't gonna, I was just like a random kid. So I, and they were already big and known at that time. So I was like, I didn't think they were gonna give me a chance. But when I saw Cool Kicks, nobody had knew about them. And I saw it was a dope store. They got good prices. I'm like, but this is like the same thing as round two, but better. So I was like, so You took inspiration from yeah, that Yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah. Could you ever see yourself working for a store even at that point as a 13 year old kid? Right? No, I had to go convince my parents to even let me. So yeah, yeah nah, but I get, yeah, I guess you can say. So going back to, to the YouTube, you mentioned it. Mm -hmm. So what's really interesting is that you were able to kind of leverage that audience, I think, to your YouTube channel, right? Like. Are you seeing the same people from IG or the, are the ones mostly that are subscribed to your Not YouTube? really, I'm gonna be honest. No? I thought it would be that way too. Maybe it doesn't, but what it, from what it shows me on my YouTube analytics, nah, like I only get probably like I have the same 50 to 100 people on Instagram that watch my YouTube channel. Oh wow. And that's it, like YouTube, I have a whole new, I had to build like a new audience from scratch. Like it was that's hard crazy. at first, but yeah, I don't know why. It was it just separate, but now I'm getting, some of my YouTube audience to follow me on Instagram. So it's cool, but it was hard to get my Instagram audience to go to YouTube, I don't know why. For sure, because I feel it's more common that like the conversion usually isn't like that transparent, yeah. right? Like if somebody follows you on one, you know, social mm -hmm. media, it doesn't necessarily mean no Literally. Problem, unless you're like famous, uh -huh. like for real, for like a rapper. Or that, exactly, like that. exactly. So yeah, I really thought that it was, it was cool. from Instagram. Yeah, every, but now I, like I learned now, I don't really tell nobody this, but every, you know, every time I upload a video, like I'll shout it out on Instagram, I'll go post, and it, sh it shows me how many people click the link. Right. Every time I post it on Instagram, only like 30, 40 people. I only wow. get 30, 40 views from Instagram. And I have like 30,000 followers. That's crazy. But as opposed to YouTube, it says the recommendation, all my views come from that, where YouTube sends it to people. So you grew, you really grew that thing from scratch? Because I was certain, like I was certain that, you know, I mean, not maybe not all the people from IG yeah. come on, came onto YouTube, but you have a, a pretty good following on YouTube. Now, what did you say? For now, YouTube's 45K. Yeah, and Inst IG, Instagram's like thirty. I don't, I don't even more, care about Instagram more. no more. Yeah, I got more on YouTube now. YouTube's my shit. I like YouTube. Yeah. I love YouTube. Instagram has kind Instagram. of been weird. Yeah, I don't know. It's cool. I guess it's cool, but yeah, I guess like I learned people on people just want to see me on Instagram just for my fits and, and like, like whenever I post like my pranks on Instagram, people don't really show love, no interest. Sure. So it's like I'm learning. Going back to Cool Kicks, what do you think is the biggest reason? for the success and name that you guys have kind of built up? Biggest reason? I don't know, we were, I'd say in my point of view, it's because we were just so different than the other stores. Like we said before, we were like the only store giving out free stuff. Like uh, it was before back then it was just round two and then we had opened up two stores. Um, and then we, like I said, we started posting free shoes. Mm -hmm. Then we had a pool outside of our store. So it was like a pool and then we started throwing up shoes on the pole and we would start doing like random giveaways on Black Friday. We'd give 20 pairs of free shoes away for the first 20 people that come. So we were just doing different stuff that nobody else was doing. And it was for the community, for the sneaker community, for people like me that couldn't afford the shoes. So it was dope. People I think really liked that, started growing off of that. And then once we got our YouTube channel, all the celebrities started coming and messing with us. And people love shopping where celebrities go. So. Like you said, I think, it's, I think it's the little... So we were just different. Like, we were just different, you know? We were just doing a little bit of, it, like, everything. We were just a unique store. Sure. And now it's a lot of other stores doing the same thing as right. us now. So it's like... So it's cool. Like, we gave that sneaker store blueprint out there, you know? <laughs> For so, real. Where did, do you know where that poll came from? Because I think that was a really unique thing. Because back then, when everybody was... You know, just getting into sneakers, everybody was like... Like you were saying, like, free sneakers was not a thing that was common. So it's like... 
you know, whoever can jump and get it. That was like a even a cooler version of just it getting it out to the first person. Yeah, it was later. It was a random pull up there. We had a ra- it was randomly outside of our store. There's a, just a pole sitting up there, and I one day we had the random idea to just throw a pair of Yeezys. It was a pair of Moon Rocks. Whose idea was that? That was yours? It was, no, not mine. It was BK's. The main owner. It was his pair. He's like, let's just give these away. We threw oh, it up. Oh, I think I remember yeah. that. And the internet went crazy off of that. Well, and that's just Instagram. It was going stupid. That's when really? we were going viral on Instagram. So after that, it became a thing. Like every day, we just throw up a random pair of shoes. You can grab it. You can have it. Um, and you know, people just like different stuff. And now we were like the only store doing that. And then we would also do random stuff. Like if you come wear the size of this shoe, you can have it for free. So it's just just different stuff that I gladly this shit took off. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't know if you noticed, but I hear a lot of people's like thing to see sp- like spots when in LA. One of them <laughs> includes Cool Kicks. It's like Disneyland, the Walk of Fame, and Cool Kicks. <laughs> does it does it sound crazy to you oh, when shit. you hear people all over the world not only know the name but it's like a top tourist location? It is. That shit crazy, bro. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't even. Yeah, yeah. people come take pictures. I'm like. Yeah. You get a lot of that too. I see like a lot of people. Are you surprised when people come up to you specifically and ask for like a picture? It's dope. I mean, I'm used to it now, but at first it was crazy. We started our YouTube back in like 2018, I think. And we hit a million subscribers like in 2020. And we had fans from like Mexico, from right. all over. So we I had people from random places coming up to me like, oh my God, we watch you all the way from here. So it was like mind blowing. Now it, I'm used to it, but it's still like dope to me. That's why I really want to make my YouTube go crazy because it's just mind blowing to me that upload a video and people from across the world can watch it. That's just the craziest thing to me. But nah, it's dope, bro. Every still every time it hits me, I'm like, damn, people want a picture with me. It's yeah. cool, yeah, for sure. So let's go like a little bit more in, in specifics of the store. Being kind of at the forefront of sneaker culture, if you will, do you think you have like a a good understanding of, of certain waves sneaker culture and and why they come about even before they become a real wave, so to speak. More than just, oh, these are fire and, you know, everybody else follows suit. Because I feel like a lot of the sneaker culture starts from stores like you guys and, and then kind of goes across the board into, like, online popularity and thus resale prices increase and everything like that. Yeah, but not really. Like, it's a lot of times you really can't predict what's going to go For crazy. Sure. But, like, a lot of times, like, nowadays, like, we know if... A certain colorway if a Jordan 1 high is gonna come out like if it's a classic color, like we know it's gonna do well we're gonna buy 500 pairs early or if it's like an OG Jordan 11 coming out or a dunk color but like a lot of times it's random bro like we go based off of what's we go based off of the market so yeah. I mean sometimes I say like if we get a shoe super early like certain Travis Scott shoes or off-white shoes we would get early and then maybe we can determine the price for the early market. But nowadays, it's random stuff that's popping. Dunks were like the newest wave. Like, I didn't even see that coming. I thought dunks were dead. It was like an old head thing. That out of nowhere, everybody loves dunks now. They're going for 300, 400. Those were the cheap shoes that were on yeah, the wall when, when we were here, right? Literally. Like, nobody. So it's like, so it's weird. A lot of times, you really can't predict it. But I mean, we do have a like a powerful say. Like, if a new shoe comes out and we post it, for $500, all sizes, like other stores are gonna adjust to us to sell it for maybe they'll try to beat us and do 450 or, but they, a lot of stores go based off of us. So we set the market for the resale stores, I'd say. For sure. Cause yeah. y'all, y'all came out in what year? 2016. Right, so it was like right at the time when StockX was just coming out. Yeah. And so, I don't know, I just feel like, cause, cause I'm on the other side of the spectrum, I feel like you guys have uh, have a lot more, you know, not say, but like you see, you see things coming i would think before they actually have it because i really believe that you know people need to pick up the shoe and look at the shoe and actually like determine it now i feel like it's more like everybody knows like a specific shoe a dunk like they don't need to go look at it to see it in color but back in the day like people were looking at jays that just came out and you know they had a new material or something like Back. that or like you were saying early sneakers like when trap sneaker came out I know that was a big thing for you guys because it's, it's right? Travis joints be going crazy, yeah. So is it more like the sneakers that are collaborations with certain people, or would you say? Yeah, but, but it depends. But yeah, Trav, Virgil, R.I.P. Off Whites go crazy. But certain collabs do trash. Like they have dope collabs that I feel like could have done a lot better. I don't even know on the top of my head that don't go for nothing. But it's it just depends on. I, it's it's mm. funny that you mentioned that. But I think they've kind of like milked out like 
all of these collaborations because at one point like when we were growing up like collaborations were rare like right yeah. like there was a sense of just if Yeezys it was like just Yeezys back then yeah if it's a collab it's rare but now I feel like everything is a collab right yeah. and so that I guess now justifies its, its price and everything kind of exactly but like you just mentioned Yeezys I'm sure that was a a big shoe for you guys as well. Yeah, now Yeezys were Yeezys were the thing. Now they're kind of whatever yeah. they make some, but be back then Yeezys were the say retail was two twenty. They'd go for like six hundred plus, no matter what. Every time now it's different. They only go for like two fifty, three hundred. But do you have a story during like three fifty era? Because I feel like you guys pushed that like so. Nah, three fifty is probably half of our sales back then. Yeah. It was Yeezys and then everything else. But Yeezys were selling crazy, but crazy story like me personally or the store i just feel like because you know i've always been tuned into the instagram like from from not maybe not like you from the first days but you know as everybody started to get to know it i you know hopped on yeah. the same train you know i just remember like v2 350s came out whether it be belugas or you know the the ones with the red stripe yeah you know, like they, like y'all was just it would just be a simple picture, but it would make everybody online go crazy because either y'all had it early or right early. like, you know, at the time they were selling for like thousands of dollars. So it's like, yeah, when we saw you had them on your feet, we we're like, how is this kid having a thousand you know, dollar shoe on his feet? And, and that drove all the, yeah. all the hype there. But I'm, I'm saying more in terms of like, was there like a specific colorway? Or something that that just that just went crazy. Like, I'll say the first the belugas, the yeah. original belugas when those first came out. I remember we got them early. We had them like a month early before everybody, and it was just such a bright shoe with the orange stripe. Right. So when I think of Yeezy, I think of that shoe. Yeah, first. literally. But and yeah, like you said, we we put whenever we posted them on Instagram, it was going crazy. Like yeah. at the time, it wasn't like people didn't have early shoes like that, especially not in the quantities that you yeah. guys had them at. Like you're saying, you all had them early, like. To most stores, that's like a couple of pairs. How many of y'all probably had like upwards 50? Yeah, we used, to, we used to have them. And then uh, that's, I have a cool story about the Belugas for me. Yeah. Back then when I had first started, this is back in like probably, what, I don't know, 2017 maybe when they first came out. So mm. I was still like, I, I was helping cool games, but I didn't have that much money saved up by myself. I remember when those shoes came out, I had like $300 saved up. And it was a raffle for the Belugas at Shoe Palace on Melrose. I don't know if you know where it's at. Across the street yeah. from your... Yeah, of course. Yeah. The cool. And then that's back then when they would do live raffles before people were out here shooting each other. And oh, so they did a live raffle. I, mean, I remember I got a ticket. I had, they had like 100 pairs. It's like 1,000 people outside. I was like one of the last 10 pairs. They called my number. I remember I got the shoe. Retail. Like gets on the ladder with the yeah. medical, right? Well, does Literally. OG. Like OGs know. I, they ran, he ran my number out. I remember I was so mind blown. I went inside. I got a pair. It was 250. I went. I got it for 250. With I went. Tax to, play, it was 220 plus tax. So 250 after tax. Yeah, yeah. I went to Cool Kicks that day and I sold it for a thousand. That was like Crazy. the first. I came up on. I was like, no way. I, that was that was the most money I ever had. I went to my mom. I showed her. And yeah. So I don't know. That Beluga, very memorable shoe to me. For, for sure. sure. I know you guys now have more than one location you guys have like as we mentioned the the cool and then you guys had a, a third location right but it's not open anymore santa monica that joint closed down yeah. that one closed it got looted during the riots whatever you want during the, the yeah Crazy. so yeah that one closed down but yeah we got the cool we got cool kicks now we have an app so we have like a big headquarters we that's what we opened up like a headquarters after we closed the santa monica store a lot of people might not know about that one. Yeah, we got an app. We got a Shop Cool Kicks app. So it's like a membership based. You pay like $20 a month and you get really good price shoes. But yeah, we have a whole separate secret location for all that. And that's like storage for our other shoes. So yeah. So speaking of like the locations, when you first opened up the second store, do you remember what you thought about it? Like what, what was the idea, do you know, of making a second store on, on the same street? You know, it was dope. Yeah, and no, it was a cool idea. We wanted it to be a little closer. We wanted it to be like right next to each other. So. Oh yeah, speaking of which, you, you guys basically, well, you transformed yeah. that into one location. Now Cool Kicks is double the size. Yeah, we got the next door. But we wanted that to be like the cool. We wanted it to be like across the street or something. But the only available spot was two blocks over. So we got it anyways. But we, how we wanted it was like, if we didn't have the size 10 here and they had it there, we wanted like to be able to just go get it and sell it to the guy. How does so, that work now? So at first we were doing it like, we called them, oh, size 10, we had to bring it. 
and somebody would run with it across down the street two blocks but it was not working like that so now it's just if we got it there we have a system we'll tell you you can go over there and get it but yeah i mentioned that because how does it work with celebrities because there ever been a, uh like you know that type of story when you know a celebrity waited on y'all <laughs> somebody got to run all the way to the other store and get that shoe and that yes side. a lot of times a lot who's running for that shoe is it you or? sometimes it's me it depends <laughs> like so i remember one time playboy cardi was at the other store and Bree's a big fan of Playboy Cardi, so he needed like a Supreme Air Force, and we had it. She's like, "I'll take it, I'll take it." Oh, okay, people uh, want it. Yeah, to so it depends. If it's yeah, if it's somebody that they want to see, yeah, they'll definitely volunteer. Like Uzi needed the shoe one time, the whole store was volunteering to go take the the shoe down. Oh, that's dope. It's cool. Yeah, nobody nerd minds. Isn't it? A little break from being in the store. For sure. Yeah. So, did you like know the idea with? opening a second location was it mainly for for the clothes or because my thing what it was i was confused because it was like y'all are making a second store but not only you guys have clothes you guys have shoes in there too but you already have a exactly so was it like, like a storage like type of problem so i think they just wanted to open another store we've been wanting to do clothing for a long time and they were like let's just open a clothing store and on top of that we had so many shoes at cool kicks that it couldn't fit on oh, yeah, for sure. the wall so we were like let's just do shoes and clothing and that you guys were trying though i think right like you had like a rack or something try to put on some clothes that's funny that you remember that yeah, yeah. barely like one rack we started buying and selling but it was difficult we had to hire people and then and then we decided let's just do it y'all had your own merch talking about all the little things that, that you guys did that i feel have successful now and i feel like i don't know if, if it was like an original idea but you guys started doing your own merch right and so it was bringing back that nostalgia with all the cartoons and everything and people really admired that and i feel like you know if you could get somebody to rep your brand i mean it's all for the better right but like there's this like Rugrats hoodie you guys made. Iconic. Yeah. yeah. And you guys, you got, and you wore that. And I just like coincide that hoodie specifically with you. Cause like, that's, that's what you remind me. That's so funny. Yeah. I used to wear that hoodie a lot. That's probably why. What the black one or the gray one? Gray the gray one. one. And that's funny. Yeah. Nah, you're. I think it was white, but you probably turned it gray. Damn, bro. So nah, the mic. It wasn't even, I don't design the clothing, but whoever was doing it back then was going crazy. Um, and I used to wear them all the time to school, but the thing is, it was smart because we'd have celebrities come in the store. Right. And every time, we literally just give them whatever, what size do you wear, take the shorts, take the shirt, take the whatever, and then they'll wear it. And cool. I remember one time, like, Trey Songs wore it, and the Shade Room posted it, uh, and then it was the Cool Kicks, like, big, clear Cool Kicks, Tory Lane, like, it just so, it, it started spreading, and it started getting on Instagram, social media, and then people would literally just come in the store just because they have a certain shirt. Again, like that yeah. influx of, of people, I, I feel like always tallied up. But y'all have like this dictionary of words. Like I picked up on one, like I say OD all the time. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know what, I never heard anybody else say that before. But like, there's, uh, what's his name? Free like Hope. a word. But yeah, there's there's that one, but there's blends. Blends. Right? And so all the rappers started wearing that. Like there were rappers wearing like the blends. I was like, Buku. Like this dude was, was just clowning. Like literally. And, and people attached to that. Cause like, again, I feel like store is successful from the personalities, from the culture, everything you guys, like little things like that. Like the, the clothing, you guys don't know what blends means. I would think good looking women. Yeah, I think it's just, uh, yeah, a, a woman that you're attracted to. Yeah. That's Mook. Mook made up the word. Mook made up the word, bro. I'm going to be honest. Mook started <laughs> playing. Not there, a real yeah. thing. He called, like, he like, oh, a blend. And then out of nowhere, bro, everybody started using the word. I'm bro. telling he you, like, people, people attract to, to yeah. shit that's different. So I definitely think that was. Mook's the originator for sure. Shout out, Mook. <laughs> yeah. When I saw a rapper wearing that, I'm like, okay, they got something here. Was it so, like, Fairfax Street? Obviously, everybody knows the infamous Supreme. And with shoes, there was a time where Supreme was popping off and everybody was selling that. Maybe even more than shoes. Some people, like, completely left shoes to sell literally, Supreme, literally. right? So, did you guys want to kind of jump on that train, too? And that was kind of reason. Yeah, exactly. The Supreme was lit. Box logos were lit. That's when that was, like, you buy a box logo for 150 They're going for 1000 online. So, that's literally when we had opened up the clothing store. But, yeah. Uh, it was a lot of Supreme, Bape was popping, V-Lone. Now it's not really, now it's like Chrome Hearts and, and other dumb stuff. I've never really been into the clothing like that, but gotcha. yeah, nah, the cool got their own. They got, there's always a new clothing brand that makes money for yeah. sure. So and, and again, like that brand, I, I feel like 
you know, you guys were already setting trends with sneakers or whatever way you would, you know, make your fist or whatever. <laughs> I don't really like look at that shit, but like, there's people I admire. Like, I like the way BK dresses. Shout out BK. But like, he could put a fit together, right? And somebody, shit on. when you got like 75K followers or something, people are going to track to that. So, you know, when you put in, you know, the clothes at the store, you put in the new brands, whether it be gallery department, Chrome Hearts, like, you know, they, they know where to go for that. So, like, in, in that regard, like, you know, Supreme was popping off, but, like, Bape was also popping off. But I feel like even with Bape, like, y'all accelerated something with that, right? Because... Bape sounds crazy, yeah. The, the jackets were going crazy. The ones with the hood. Shark hoodies, Shark the shorts. Hoodies. I still love the shorts. The yeah. shorts. You shirt. were infamous for the shorts. Bape shorts. People know me. That's funny as hell. Yeah, nah. I love them Bape shorts with the shark on it. Yeah. Kind of played out now, but... Nah, Bape used to... Crazy, bro. $800 for a jacket. I just can't justify doing that, but... Yeah. Like you said, and then and BK is always... BK always got some shit on. BK, and he'll, he'll take some from the store, put a fit on the gram. And, but yeah, you're right. It's good. People, people fuck with it, and yeah. they want to come spend. So, nah, it's dope. What's, yeah. what's like the... Tra- I mean, I know you said you're not that big into clothes, but would, what would you say you guys... Like, I mentioned Babe. I think you guys definitely had some kind of, you know, uptick in, in, in liking for, for that clothing brand. Do you think you guys, like, persuaded anything else? Like, Chrome Hearts came out of nowhere, yeah. uh, in my opinion. I don't really care for none of that stuff, yeah. bro. I'm going to be honest. But Chrome Hearts is dope, but $800 for a hoodie, and it's cheap. They're not even good like, quality. He, bedazz- he bedazzled the shit. Like, literally. Bad, right? uh, literally. I maybe, like, I like the Fear God Essentials. Those, like, the hoodie and this. I like sweatsuits, and those are cheap. They're, like, two. I, yeah, see, I think that one was, yeah, with the hoodies with, like, the, the hoodie that said essentials on it. Yeah, if you're a guy, those are cool. I'll take that. Other than that, bro, like, I like the stuff, but I'm just not paying what it's worth. Yeah, That's but I'm saying, like, set the trend type of type of thing, right? Because you guys were going off of, like, words, right? Blend, something, something. But they said essentials. They're like, oh, like, you know. Yeah. You might not even know. Like, I am surprised at how many people that walk into a sneaker store or one of your stores and not know anything about Sneakers, they just pick up what they you know like from from the thing. How many people do you say like you see that are in the store that know maybe nothing about shoes, but you know they see something. You're right. A lot, of course. Seeing so much competition on on the same street and you know having the culture kind of not die down, but in in a downturn, I I would say. What are you guys doing to kind of innovate? I I mean, I know you're not the the store owner, so to speak, but I think that you definitely could come up with like ideas and things to. To boost, to boost the store because you, uh-huh. you've done it right yeah so. for sure now nah, we just trying to do different stuff on youtube we're trying to stay creative on the youtube do different challenges sure. stuff like that uh like you said it's a lot of stores so you ever talk about like the competition like oh like another another store is just popping up like right across the street like there, there's another store called bandelay it just opened up like yeah. two blocks over yeah. cookies and kicks is a few blocks over so like we're all similar like we all buy sell trade shoes but i think nobody really has like the same social media presence i say as us so that's i guess what we're different but they all they're all good stores but i can't even knock everybody for sure yeah. but yeah just a lot of stores in the same area that's just what gets annoying but yeah and you like i would never think i would see this with sneakers but like like streets like that like would only like happen with like jewelry or something right like you'll go to new york and there's the famous district jewelry, like right like and now i feel like that's like copy paste what's going on with sneakers right because i don't go on melrose all that much yeah. and maybe you can speak as to why you know the, the culture has changed all so much and it's not so friendly anymore as it, <laughs> it's as it used horrible to be. now bro yeah. like why is do you think you guys can all like coincide as, i mean y- y'all are doing it now but i feel like you know, some are going to prevail, some are going to close down. I mean, I think it's enough money for everybody to eat. Yeah, so sure. if y'all know what you're doing, go for it. But there's a lot of stores that have opened up and then had to close cool. down after a few months. But there's a lot of stores that have been going, going good for a few years or so. So, bro, there's you go in the, the grocery store, there's like 50 brands of the same bread. That's a good, that's 50 a good. brands of this. So it's enough for everybody to eat as long as you're doing it correctly. But, um... Yeah, maybe it would be a good idea to just open up somewhere else, maybe a little further away. <laughs> Move away tight, you no, know? maybe that'd be a good idea. But if y'all want to just do it next to us, it's whatever you want. Yeah. But uh, can you go back on on the on the street? Like, why? I don't know if you know the reason why the the street culture of Melrose is. Oh, uh, I think harsh. I don't know. After round two had opened up, then we opened up, so it was kind of like a shoe store block. Then a few other random stores opened up, and then Melrose has always kind of been known for clothing, 
and streetwear and then there's like a flea market at fairfax high on yeah. sunday yeah. and fairfax is right there so it just i don't know it just melrose is just the place to be if you need some kicks some clothes there for a good price not no rodeo like melrose is if you need clothes a fit you go to melrose is known yeah. so uh, it just turned into that yeah yeah but i mean i've crazy stories of, of, of stuff going on in the street and obviously you work there so you see it all so I mean do you think it's just because there's so much money you know in, the, in these stores that you yeah, know, people want to rob in and, and, and things like that steal and everything folks just beginning desperate uh, it sucks yeah uh, but I don't I don't even know why people do it I don't, yeah. I don't, no, I don't, yeah for sure I have no clue I, it's it sucks though for sure for sure so let's talk a little bit more about you though bro I know you have your own place now. Shout out the, Shout the YouTube. Out. I seen the apartment vid as I as I told you. So Amen. yeah, congrats on that as well. Thank Very you, bro. Cool to have your own place out here. But uh, do you have any goals that you know you'd like to talk about? If you have any, or where would you want to see yourself in the future? In the future, I don't like to think too far ahead. I just like to think about the next step. But I want to see myself with a million subscribers on YouTube. For sure. I want to YouTube heavy. Yes, the YouTube. That's what I want to do. That's that. I'm trying to push this YouTube. But blessing. I'm. I'm so grateful for the new spot apartment. I want to have a house though. For sure. I want to get a house out here. You ever been anywhere else, or you would you ever see yourself living somewhere else? I could in the next like five, ten years. Don't know. Just because I don't know LA. I feel like it's a spot to be, just to connect, collaborate with people. No, it just motivates me to get more money but when i'm ready to settle down somewhere yeah i'm gonna go to like texas or oregon yeah, somewhere with no tax bruh the taxes <laughs> be whacking out here so you just, cheaper just mentioned a, a bit in terms of why you want to live here right working at cool kicks what do you think you've learned about yourself personally or maybe in, in regards to business specifically you just mentioned that you know the reason you want to live out here is you know yeah. connecting and, and um, probably being more of that business for sure sure i think cool kicks it opened my eyes to a lot of what else you can do in the world. Because when I first started working there, so I was in middle school. I'm in eighth grade. All I had done is go to school. I would go play basketball. And my parents are like strict parents on go to school, get your degree, get a job, and, you know, the same typical life, you know. But after I worked at Cool Kicks, I saw, I don't know, it was just different. My, I wouldn't say my bosses, but Adil, Moog, BK, like they were telling me like or I would, not even just them telling me like I was seeing it like you can make money other ways like they, we were making money just by flipping shoes like so Something I don't know small as that to you. yeah it was just flipping shoes but we were making like I'd see with my own eyes like we would sell like twenty thousand dollars worth of shoes in a day like I'm, speaking of which how many shoes do you think go go in and out of there and now it's crazy we buy a lot we, we sell but I don't know I sell at least on a good Saturday, Sunday, at least 100 to 200 shoes get sold a day. Oh, my God. For sure. We, it's, but it's, it wasn't like that always. Jeez. But it opened my eyes up to certain things. So then I saw the business. I started understanding the business. Started understanding that I'm capable of a lot more than just going to school, doing that. Because I realized, like, I felt like I was learning more being in the store, like, flipping stuff, buying and selling and doing stuff like that than sitting in a classroom and learning. So I think that's where I realized, like, I'm a hustler. Like this is what I made it do. When school is not like the wrong move, school is like the right move for a lot of people. But for me, I just felt like I'm a hustler. That's where being at Cool Kicks, being in an environment like that, I realized like like I'm a go getter. Like I'm a go get it no matter what. So and for uh, people who might not understand, like working at a store, like specifically, right? It teaches you to to work with different types of people. Right? Yeah, deal with customers and deal like I started understanding like so so many like it just. I learned everything. I feel like I learned everything just from being at the store, dealing with certain people. Even if you don't like working with somebody, you got to learn to just man up. Even if a certain customer or something is pissing you off, you got to learn to just, you know, just keep your composure. Like you, certain things like that. It's just, I learned a lot. Yeah. I think what it taught me most is I'm a hustler. For sure. Yeah. But but back then, like, was it hard for you to make that switch? Maybe because, you know, like you said, you were into sports. And you actually made that decision early, right? Being eighth grade, stopping basketball. Yeah, I was playing basketball up to like sixth, seventh grade. I think once I realized like in seventh grade, like I wasn't really going to make the NBA. Like all my life, I was like, I'm going to make the NBA. That's what I'm going to do. But then I realized like maybe this isn't too realistic. So 
I mean, I'm mad I gave up my dreams. I feel like I should have kept going. Bro, there's a funny story. I think, what? like, on the first day, like... What? Rami can get you a, a bucket. I don't know how it is I now. So. What happened back, back then? What's, what's your story? Yeah. Well, back... No, because it was, like, my first day at, at a new school. And, I don't know, we were playing pickup or something. Rami gave me a bucket. You might not expect it, but I don't I know how it is real now. Hooper, like, bro. It could be It could be different. Now I don't play like that no more. Yeah. So my, But back then, I used to really hoop. But I stopped because... Like when I when I'm doing something, like I go all in. So if I was like basketball, I was going all in. This is my life. Go to school, play basketball, like ball is life. But once I gave that up, found something else. Once I got into shoes, bro, that really just became like my life. Like I just put like, all right, now I'm, I want to learn the shoes. I want to learn how to tell if they're real or fake. I want to learn the market, how to what things are gonna go for. Like it's, I just wanted to when I do something, like I go all in. That's why now this YouTube going all in. That's just me. I don't know. Whenever I do something, I go all in. Yeah. Sure, get you. But like, take something, you gotta yeah. get something, right? So, like you said, you, I mean, Rami's a good student, I think. This dude was showing me. Uh, my grades is good. Grades was, was high, but like, you know, not only did you leave the sport, right, of basketball, you probably left, you know, friends I had to along. sacrifice a lot, bro. A lot. So, back then, I started going to the store like on Fridays after school. I would go Fridays after school. Saturdays and Sundays, like all the weekends. My parents wouldn't let me go during the week after school, so. Any day you could, basically. Yeah, whenever I could, I'd go, because I like being at the store. Like, I just, like, I like being productive, and I just felt more productive there. But after school, all my, like, Friday was the day for kids to do shit. Like, after school, go to the movies, go do stuff like this. And Saturdays and Sundays, bro, I was not with none of that. If you know me, y'all know around me, I was at the store. And people were like, bro, what are you doing? Like, why are you always at the store? You know, they're not even paying. People used to tell me, like, they're not yeah, even they're paying. Not even pay you, I'm like, yeah. I'm just like, I just like, I like it. It's just, I don't know. I just saw something different in it. But yeah, bro, with everything, great comes sacrifice for sure. So I think I sacrificed a lot of my free time. Even though I wasn't really hooping, I wanted to play high school basketball. Like, like just because all the homies were playing, I wanted to play, but I, like, I couldn't. Like, I, I was going to be busy Fridays, Saturdays. Like, those are, like, priority days. For I sure. sacrificed a lot of my time, I'd say. But it was worth it. Like, I don't I don't regret that at all no more. For sure. I just think, like, a lot, a lot of people couldn't see, like, uh, you know, I, I think of you as almost like a trendsetter, right? Like, when you were on Instagram, like, you were, you know, the kid that had the shoes that nobody could afford or could even get access to. And that was what everybody was following for. Like, how's the kid getting all these shoes and everything like that? But, like... You know, you gave up, like, your, what, what people would think was, you know, the, the normal path, which is, you know, be with your friends, you know, go screw around and things like that. But it was something that you saw in, in, the, in, the, yeah, in the world. Bro. But would you say, like, there was a lot of, like, adrenaline from just working there, right? Like, when you saw that shoe sold off the wall and you were like, damn, like, I saw that shoe come in and just that action. That, like, certain stuff, like, yeah, I would, like, I'd see literally us, like, me personally, we'd buy a shoe for 500 Sometimes we like we get it and then we'd sell it like the next day for fifteen hundred. Right. So that's like that mind blew me. Then just seeing certain people come in the store also just motivated me a lot harder. Like I would see like all of my favorite celebrities come in, then I realized they're they're just normal people like me. They're just yeah. literally I see how they move, how they're 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 just literally regular people. I don't know if you know who Blake Linder is. Of course, bro. Uh, that's YouTube. how I, that's how I knew you too, because like yeah. you know the YouTubers would come in yeah. regular as a YouTuber, so like. You know, they would, you know, show Rami because, you know, Rami's a life of, a yeah, life of the bro. party over there. Shout out to Blake Linder, bro. Blake Linder, like, that was the first person he came. He was a YouTuber, but he was, like, my age, too. Yeah. And I saw what he was doing, and he was lit. He had, like, 500,000 subscribers. He had a whole bunch of sneakers. So that motivated me, even though he a little wealthier. But yeah, that motivated me to, like, like bro, I can do this, Figure too, for sure. I'm like, damn. He's doing YouTube, and I'm like, I know what he makes off YouTube. I know what you could make off YouTube. Yeah. I'm like, damn, you ain't got to be old head. You can do it if you're young, too. So seeing a lot of that stuff when I was only 13, 14 yeah. made me go like, dang, like, all right, I'm young now. I can do this. So for sure, bro, for sure, yeah. for sure. A, a lot of motivation. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know if you know the YouTuber, but Blake, when? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like, that was like the first dude I, I caught on to. And I was like, as soon as I saw I'm like, damn, this dude gave... This dude credit is like okay, so he's he's part of he's part of them, right? Blake so, Linder, yeah, yeah, I remember. So it was Blake Linder, Blake Linder, and then there was Blazendary also. I don't know, bro. Like, that I I still watch that dude. Now. For real? Like he yeah, like he has probably like better. Yeah. Out of all of them, I feel like. But my guy so, was always I don't know if you know who Bull One TRC is. But of yeah. course, bro, I yeah. know all the sneakers. Yeah, so, so. I is bro. Uh, Tony D2 Wild, bro. Yeah. All like bro, those are like I grew up on that. That's why it's yeah. I'm I'm mad. All of them like are they 
Nobody's. Are they still doing it or not? Yeah, I was gonna ask you like, what what do you think of like the sneaker culture now? Because it's kind of you know. it's weird, bro. I don't know what happened. Like, I feel like I don't know if it kind of just died down. People don't really care for it, or I also feel like the creators don't. I mean, prices. I mean, you you've seen it day in day out. Yeah. Prices. The the shoes still selling. It's yeah, just, it's more so the the culture that was bleeding into that. Yeah, now you bro. see like a shoe that supposedly isn't you know supposed to be the culture and like uh, in my opinion dunks because like they don't have much of that like storytelling aspect yeah, that we kind of were into but yeah i mean you just you mentioned famous people I'm, I'm i'm really curious to know i'm sure a lot of people are curious to know who's like one of your favorite people who came through you have like a cool story of somebody coming into the shop that you didn't expect or you know let's See, it's a lot. That's like a lot. A lot of every day, a lot. We, somebody. We've seen the day. pictures, bro. We've seen, yeah. we seen the. We've seen the Roddy Riches. I mean, like at the end of the day, like most of the people I don't care about. But like, once y'all had Ghana in there, I was like, okay, bro. Were we Ghana? Yeah, I don't know if you were. Were you there when? when I came you? one time when Ghana was there. He came a few times yeah, though, like with Uzi. That's and that's my guy, bro. I'd say. Roddy, like Roddy yeah. Rich. I liked Roddy Rich a lot because he was a young cat coming out of LA. And then randomly, I remember one day Adele told me, Oh, Roddy Rich is about to pull up in like an hour. And he knew his like manager. I was like, What? <laughs> I remember he pulled up, he brought like 10, 10 people with him. He was just mad cool. And then we pulled out the camera, we started recording, we did a sneaker shopping video. But he was just super cool, bro. He was super humble. This is back when he had just came out like before he had blown up but he made the shot and went viral on sports center he made a little bad so uh so i'd say roddy rich is like my favorite i'd also say tusi he's not that popping but he's hella cool uh the baby's an asshole oh, yeah, bro. this dude crazy the baby's an asshole yeah oh uh i had to do a little bit of research coming into this but like seeing a youtube channel i know you met little tega i know he didn't come to the, did he come to the store or? nah he didn't it was random i was filming a prank the grove yeah, and yeah. i went to barnes and nobles and he was just randomly there and i was like little tega what's up tega's another dude already. he's a little awkward he was a little awkward but with tega a lot he came to the store after that yeah okay. came to the store one time we didn't do a video and he just pulled up but yeah for sure uh -huh. again you you probably mentioned this but seeing so many like famous people coming in and out of the store has your perspective on famous people changed at all overall and maybe even specifically on certain individual like you just mentioned you know the babies oh yeah uh, i mean no my person didn't really change the baby just the asshole yeah, he's just certain people uh, i looked up to a lot and then i seen them in person i'm like uh, y'all ain't all that but nah i think the main thing i realized is bro everybody's just a normal person bro. that's sure, why when bro. i see it just like it just makes me go like, damn, I'm cable. I can do this too. Like, you see, I see somebody come in, the most lit rapper alive. I'm just like, bro, you're just a regular person. That's why. So just, it's dope though. It's like, it's dope. It's super dope to see it. And uh, yeah, no, nah, it's just, it's just, it's a dope environment to be in for sure. Going back, so like, you saw all the YouTubers, and I know you, your YouTube, like we mentioned, is is recent. So why not? Like, why didn't you start? You know, maybe that. You, Back then, I don't were know. Just busy I should have back then. I didn't really know like where to start. We could, knew I could have done it, but uh, I didn't really know like how to film, how to edit the stuff. Is that the text so, seem too complicated? Yeah. So I just didn't ever really. The end. I was busy with school. I guess you can say. But after I graduated, now during the COVID break, and I was just like, let me just start my. Shit. I just did. I'm glad I did. I'm going strong. All right, let's wrap this up with some uh, speed uh, around questions, if you will. Basically, how it's going to work, you probably know. I'll give you a question, go answer it. Just questions without dialogue, if you will. All so, right. favorite Grail sneaker of all time? Red right October, Grail. easy. For sure. Two. What is the craziest sneaker that has come through the store that you've personally held or seen? Undefeated Forest. Oh, wow. Okay. That's crazy. Only 72 in the world. How much did you end up selling that for? Twenty. It was sixteen thousand, and then we, we sold it to the guy for sixteen thousand. Then I went to sneaker con like a few months later, and he sold it for twenty thousand there. Jesus Christ! Oh, yeah, we sold it for sixteen. Crazy. Okay. Favorite movie of all time? I mean, I think that's Twenty One Jump Street. Or is it? Is it? A, There's a lot. Different? So Twenty One Jump Street <laughs> for funny motivation. We gonna put Karate Kid, uh, and for childhood movie, I'm gonna put High School Musical. Okay. And then. Top five favorite rappers at the moment. At the moment. Yeah. <sighs> it's probably easier if you put a top five rapper. Yeah. All right. In order, yeah. I'm going to go number five. I'll put Drake because Drake is just Drake. Of course. Uh, number four, No Cap. Three, 21 Savage. Two, 
I'm gonna put this is tough. Number two, I'm gonna put Favi, and number one, Lil Baby. Okay, but so any advice to people who maybe want to get into sneakers or learn more about them? Where would you advise that they go? Go to your local sneaker store and find some shoes and go look them up on StockX. I promise you, there's probably something that you could make some money on. But I don't know. You got to figure out the game for yourself. For sure. You got to figure out the game. I can't give you the the keys, I had to figure it out, so. Gotcha. And then last one, what does being a soul or a soulful person mean to you? What does it mean to you? A little uno swap. What does it mean to you? I want to hear your answer. I just think uh, being, a, being a soul is just uh, understanding what you like, why you like it, aspiring to inspire others along the way and just, you know, hone in on, on your craft, whatever that is, and just, just work and be, and be nice and good to I think being a soul is just being yourself. Yeah. Just being yourself. Like. For sure. Rami, I appreciate you for being here, bro. Jeffrey, Thank you for everything. Thank you, bro. Of course, bro. And appreciate that was Soul Talk. Peace.